0: Welcome to Eyes to See Podcast. My name is Brittany, and I am so grateful that you are here and listening to this episode called He Lives. Um, This week is one of my most favorite weeks of the whole entire year. Um, It is Easter week, and I love this week for many reasons. Um, A few of them are here in Colorado. The snow is melting. Now, that doesn't mean that the snow's coming back, but <laughs> it gives me hope to see there's green grass starting to try to come up. Um, there is flowers that are trying to like sprout and I cannot wait for the leaves to come on the trees. Everything is just so green. It's that like refreshing new spring life that's starting to really pick up and it's been just so nice it makes your like soul feel so good. At least it does for me. And so I love this week because this week is the week that we are able to remember the life of, especially the last week of our savior, Jesus Christ life. And, um, I, had a thought that last week, um, my good friend, I like to call her my good friend because I think we would be good friends. (laughs) She doesn't know it yet. (laughs) But this last week, um, Carrie Underwood released her newest album. And you might be thinking, why am I even talking about this on a podcast? But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because the name of her new album is actually called My Savior, and she has always wanted to have a gospel album, Um, and she finally did, and it came out March 28th, and I was counting down the days because, again, she is my good friend, and I love her, and I think she's super talented, but when she came out with this album about all about Jesus, and how she feels about him and through her music. Um, There was so much power in her stories and her songs that she has written and songs that you know and love that you maybe have sung at church or at home. But one of her songs in particular is called Because He Lives. And I just wanted to read some of the lyrics that she wrote um, for this song, but this is what it is. She said, God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know. He holds the future and life is worth living just because he lives. How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he gives, but greater still the calm assurance. This child can face uncertain days because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives. And so one of my favorite lines in that is because he lives, I can face tomorrow. And I think all of us just thinking back this last year that we probably have all felt at one point or more that We are not sure what tomorrow will bring. And I think there's a little bit of that still uncertainty going on today. But the good news is this, is that because he lives, we can face anything that comes tomorrow with his help and with him at our side, helping us to get through that tomorrow. So I want you to think about for a moment When have you seen the Savior in your story? Maybe your story is a happy one. And maybe you could even call it a joyful story in your life. Maybe you've had a few. Or maybe your story was a little bit messy. And your story maybe doesn't have an ending quite yet. And you're not quite sure what to do next. Um, Again, one of my other favorite people um, that is, she is very inspiring is Emily Bell Freeman. She has written many books and she has um, different podcasts as well, but she is just very inspiring with her words. And so this last week she shared uh, a story on her Instagram and it really touched my heart because I felt like... Sometimes we see this, I don't know, we see on the outside of how people's lives look like and we see how maybe we think that their lives are perfect and that Jesus is always in their story 24-7 and they just don't have hard times. And she shared a story that touched my heart because she actually shared about how, um, how her life And some situation that is going on in her life that is just kind of messy. So I wanted to share some of her words that she said this last week. She said, quote, we got some hard news this week. The kind of news that makes you sad and wonder how things are going to go. News that makes you pause and reconsider what days ahead might bring. It feels messy, muddied. There won't be a miracle here, at least not the one we would think to pray for first. She goes on to say, quote, I'm finding myself struggling to know exactly what to pray for. As the news has settled in over the last few days, I have been reminded of a tender scene in the Gospels, one of my most favorite. After supper was over, Jesus girded himself with a towel Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash their sandals feet fresh off the dusty road after the heat of the day. Usually, the washing of the feet was the job of the least in the household. It was the task no one wanted, the washing and the wiping clean from the mess. So when he rose from supper and took a towel and filled the basin, it would have been shocking unexpected. No wonder Peter started asking questions. Because most people don't want to enter your mess, they don't want to touch your dirt, there are some places some people just don't want to go. Not Jesus. He wasn't afraid of the mess. He actually performed miracles with dirt. And I have been reminded this week, Jesus enters in to the sadness and the pausing, to the places where there is more mess than miracle. How he is tender with us there. And I love being reminded of this truth. No matter how muddy things get or how they turn out, there is comfort in knowing he will be there. He came to minister in the mess end quote. So she said a lot of amazing things, but I love that promise that our Savior is always there with us. He meets us in our story, no matter what our story looks like, and no matter how messy it may look like. The Savior, like she mentioned, actually performed miracles with dirt. And I love that Beautiful reminder. And so I thought about that for a second because I never had really thought about dirt and miracles together in a sentence. But have you ever thought of that before? Have you ever wondered why? Why did the Savior perform miracles with dirt? I've thought a lot about it, and I'm sure you could probably come up with a lot of wonderful symbolism or even your own thought, which is great. So listen to those if they come to you. The thing that came to me was, here is the Son of God who has never sinned. He is perfect. He is clean. He is spotless. And yet, He's using dirt to heal and work miracles in the people's lives, people that He loves. And so the one word that stuck out to me was love. Our Savior loves us enough to get his hands dirty to help us become clean. Whether it's clean from sin, clean from sickness, clean from life's challenges, he wasn't afraid to get his pure precious hands dirty to help meet us in our story And then help us find that miracle, whether that's in this life or the next. Another one of my favorite songs is I Know That My Redeemer Lives. I love it so much. It's, like I said, one of my very favorites. And I just wanted to read, there's four verses to this particular song. And I wasn't going to read all of them. But I did want to read um, the second verse of this song. And it is this. It says, He lives to grant me rich supply. He lives to guide me with his eye. He lives to comfort me when faint. He lives to hear my soul's complaint. He lives to silence all my fears. He lives to wipe away my tears. He lives to calm my troubled heart. He lives all blessings to impart. And that's one of my very favorite um, verses that is in that song. And after we're done here, I'm actually going to have you listen to that song. Um, Ashley Hess. Um, perform this song and um, shared it with um, Emily Bell Freeman and so I wanted you to listen to it because there's so much power in music and filling of God's love for all of each of us and I know that my Redeemer lives and I
1: I know Redeemer lives. What comfort this sweet sentence gives. He lives. He lives. for once was Ooh, complain He My like kind he lives all glory to his name he lives my savior still the same